Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Let's go back to the North Olmsted Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram hotline and talk to Spencer Davies. What's going on, my man? How's it going, G. Bush? Long time no talk. Long time no talk. And I thought it was a good opportunity, uh, you know, to to really get in and, and speak with you uh, in, in terms of what's going on with the Cleveland Cavaliers, I watched the game last night, um, and I don't just last night's game. Um, also, you, you talk about what what they were, were able to do with the Clippers. Um, good game against the Nuggets. Um, what have you seen early on in this uh, this season that have shown some flashes uh, of you know the growth for the Cleveland Cavaliers? Well, you know, I think it's just more or less just the the growth coming through the assists and the, the ball consistently moving. The offense is completely different. Um, you know, not one person isn't just dominating the ball. They're actually moving that thing. Um, I, I think the, the best weapon that they have is when they get it down to the, the, uh, the post and then another big comes cutting over and, and goes for a lob. There's been a lot of lobs this year from big to big, whether it's Mobley to Allen, it's, it's Kevin to uh, Evan. Like, there, there's been so many different packages of, of that happening. And then once that happens, it just kind of opens things up for for the guards. And I think that Darius Garland's been doing a really good job um, when he does take care of the ball. He gets to the baseline, and he really finds those cutters um, just with the left-hand shovel pass or with a little right-hand dump off. Uh, Colin Sexton hasn't been uh, afraid to take these three-pointers. I know last night wasn't the best game for him. He was getting himself into a little bit of trouble. But I feel like he's really bought into this um, role that he has, especially alongside Ricky Rubio. Um, Rubio's been a godsend for them just as far as getting things organized and, um, you know, finding the open man, uh, really pestering uh, on, on defense and also um, being a shot maker, which, which not a lot of people expect to see. Um, but, but he takes it in um, and, and throws it off the glass every once in a while, shoots a left-handed, uh, a, a left-step uh, three-pointers and whatnot. Um, and, then, and then you add it, Laurie Markkinen, uh, who – it, it tends to seem like he needs to, you know, kind of get into a rhythm of the game before he actually can, can contribute. But as you saw in the first half uh, in the Lakers game last night, um, he was able to use the, the three-point threat to put the ball on the floor, and he was uh, running fast breaks and looking really solid uh, there. And he obviously had a tough time there in the second half, but that's also because the Lakers started clamping up. Anthony Davis is obviously a load to handle. Um, but, you know, and then – you know, I, I'm talking about everybody, but that's because everybody's contributed. You see Jared Allen, um, who was one of the team's leading scorers going into last night. Um, he's really set the tone uh, defensively uh, as a rim protector. And, 
and obviously Evan Mobley doing the same. Uh, talking to Spencer Davies on the North Olmsted Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline. He's the editor-writer uh, at Keeping It 94. Uh, also, you can follow him at Basketball News on Twitter. And uh, he was also uh, a part of uh, uh, Basketball Insiders as well. Spencer, when you look at um, this this team, and I think one of the things that we're, we're looking at is with Colin Sexton, there was a, a very big debate. And it, it, I think it will continue to rage on. Uh, with Cavs fans, same way Baker Mayfield. Is he the guy? He's not the guy. Is he worth the max deal? He's not worth the max deal. Um, In the new role with Colin Sexton, Darius Garland has the ball a lot more, I think, in initiating offense. Ricky Rubio has also been a guy who's been actually surprising with hitting open jumpers and and consistently getting guys involved. Uh, What do you think uh, has been the evolution of uh, one Colin Sexton um, you know, just playing off the ball a little more and, and not being so ball dominant. Yeah, they're getting they're getting him good looks because he's cutting and he's he's like running all around, uh, finding his spots. You know, he's spotting up. Um, he's still able to take it into the teeth of the defense um, after, especially uh, if he becomes the three point threat that he's been his first three seasons. He's been a little off this year. He's only shooting twenty seven percent from deep. Uh, but if he gets that number up to thirty five, thirty six, then teams are going to start hard closing on him. And it's going to be really tough to, to stop because he is so quick to get to the cup. Um, and in transition, I mean, nobody's stopping him in transition either. I, I just think that you've seen a commitment to team for him. Um, and, and he's always kind of been this, this, this uh, good off the ball. If you remember uh, when Delhi would come in the last couple of years, uh, him and Delhi had a nice little one-two punch uh, when they would bring in that unit. Now, he's had, he has that with Rubio now. And, and Rubio is kind of uh, Delhi on steroids, if you will. Um, because of his ability to find, find guys, uh, again, get things organized, get things in order, uh, making sure that nobody's flustered when big comebacks happen. It happened a number of times last night with the Lakers. They started pushing back, uh, and the Cavs had a response every time. Um, again, Colin didn't have his best game last night, but um, it, it always confuses me that people want him to be, quote-unquote, the guy when he just needs to, to play his role. And uh, he can be a really, really solid scorer. As you've seen, he's had games of 26 points like he did against the Clippers, capped off by that huge dunk on Nick Batum. Uh, he had a 33-point night against the Hornets, where they needed every single one of those. Um, it, it's not a thing where, where Colin Sexton has to be the guy. I think that's a misconception because he was the first player taken after the LeBron era stopped. So, uh, you know, their expectations for, for Colin, I think, are a little um, too much for him. Um, I'm not saying he can't do that, but it's clear that, you know, the – the team goal here is to develop everybody to get everybody to come along and that Evan Mobley is going to be that centerpiece. And how do you play around Evan Mobley? And, and Darius Garland's uh, started that as well. Um, when you look at it, I, I think uh, Laurie marketing playing the three, he's playing a little bit out of position, but I mean, they haven't really been exposed um, too much with it. Uh, you know, they, yesterday I kind of watched and, um, he did a couple, a good job of, you know, staying in front of LeBron a little bit. Um, he pro- provides a seven-footer, um, provides that outside shooting. Um, you know, what do you think uh, they're going to have to do um, in, at three, th- you know, basically at three in regards to Laurie Marketing? And what do, what do they need to see more from Isaac Okoro uh, moving forward? So he kind of solidified that position if they want to go small. 
Right. No, so so Lowry, what I'm seeing defensively is that he's, he's definitely trying his butt off. He just can't. He can't keep up, keep up uh, foot speed wise uh, with those those smaller threes. Um, but the the thing is about it though is that if the Cavs perimeter defense gets beat, there's two seven footers waiting behind you, Evan Mobley and Jarrett Allen, and, and and they've been erasing shots at the rim left and right. Um, now I don't know how long the experiment's going to work, but I do know the reason for this is because the Cavs need a floor spacer out there, and Lowry Markkinen shot 40 percent from deep last year. And it's somebody that is a threat to shoot that triple. So that would basically open up the floor a little bit instead of uh, like the way that the Cavs closed last night and we're playing in small spaces because, you know, the, the floor wasn't exactly stretched out with the three-guard set. Um, I think that you'll, you'll see it for, you know, the time being in the next coming weeks. And if, if it shows defensively that it doesn't work, and again, it hasn't hurt them too badly, um, but if, if something happens – to where um, they don't, you know, succeed with it, then, then I can see some changes. Maybe, you know, Jetty goes back in there. He was a, he was a very uh, – it was a, a little bit odd that he got a DNP last night, uh, Jetty, that is. Um, you, you saw a lot of Lamar Stevens out there because of his defense. Um, but uh, as, as far as Isaac Okoro goes, I, I think that they're trying to get him into a rhythm. When you have two uh, guards like Colin Sexton and Darius Garland – um, it's hard for him to find his role as a scorer. Uh, and he also wants him to do some playmaking like he did in summer league. So that's why they're bringing him off the bench right now, uh, trying to put the ball in his hands a little bit more, get him cutting on those baselines. Uh, they don't want to turn him into a spot-up shooter. He's, he's One, that's not his strength, and two, he's just got so much more to offer as far as um, facilitating and getting to the rim. So um, it's a good problem to have, though. It's a good problem to have uh, because these are you know all obviously talented young players and you know the Cavs don't have anybody over the age of 24 on their in their starting lineup, and uh, most of them that are coming off the bench. Last question here for you, uh, Spencer. Then we appreciate you giving us a little bit of time on Saturday. Um, what what this team and the way they've looked in the first few games? Could, uh, what is the, the you know the ceiling for them? What where do you look to for envision them to be at the end of the season? Is this a um, kind of play-in team, or, or or is this a team that you know falls right outside? of playoff contention because of some of the, uh, the deficiencies that we just talked about? I, I lean to the latter uh, just because the East got so much better, like so much better. Um, I, I feel like they can be competing towards the end of the year for one of those spots, um, but just ultimately probably fall, falling short. Um, I, I still think that they're uh, a shooting wing away um, from, from really making noise, uh, but – I think people should take solace in the fact that they're showing this kind of competitive edge. Uh, remember, when the Cavs went on this road trip last year, they were getting blown out by 20 a game. Um, and, and they came to make a statement at the beginning of the year here. And, and they're playing some very tough competition, G. Bush. Like, out of the gate, they're, they're facing some very tough teams. Uh, and it doesn't stop uh, tonight. A back-to-back against the Suns team who's got three days of rest coming in. Um, and then you go and face Charlotte, who's one of the hotter teams in the league, uh, even though they just lost against Miami on Friday. Uh, very fast, fast-paced, and um, will not back down from from pushing that ball. So um, I think that it's just a little. They still need one more, one more piece. Uh, maybe it's an acquisition via free agency or trade. Uh, I don't think it's going to come, you know, as a as a lottery pick. Uh, if the Cavs want to be as good as they want to be this year. Uh, you don't want to see them in the top five. Um, but I think that they have their centerpiece now 
uh, in Evan Mobley. At least the organization believes so. Um, and they're going to look to build around him and, and see what fits the best around him. Uh, and, and I think that that's not a bad idea because uh, he's showing a lot of instincts out of the gate. And, you know, he's 20 years old. And he just pretty much outplayed Anthony Davis last night in his sixth career game. So um, it's, it's a pretty good sign. Spencer, thank you so much. And uh, we'll, we'll talk to you again um, uh, really soon down the line talking a little bit of basketball. Sounds good, G. Bush. All right, appreciate you. Spencer Davies on the North Olmstead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.